0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Broadcasting around the world from the headquarters of the Outdoor Trails Network, it's Jim and Trab and the Great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine.
2: Hey, Trav. Hi, Jim. Cam Edwards from Cam and Company is going to fill us in and we're shaking with the Second Amendment. Man, there's a lot of things going on right now, so people need to tune in and listen to this. That's right. Plus, Mariko Azumi from Hooking Up James Comastakes from Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Nick Rose with Wildlife Property and Tim Bristol from Save Bristol Bay will tell us what's off the easy, Jim in their neck of the woods. Hey, then we're going to dish out some product reviews, miss money, and take some calls from some of our regular squad. We're bringing in our B squad this time. Now, OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. That's where you can find our Tuesday podcast, the Thursday podcast, plus our regular podcast, plus our product reviews, the newsletter, Jim's blog that has nothing on it, his (laughs) Facebook page, It's a Vanilla Malt! and our Twitter page, man. You got to tweet with us, guys. Jim, now before we talk to Cam, is there anything else you want to add to this before we close out? Yeah, hey, we'll be into the trail with a guy that knows why divorces are so expensive. Dude, I'm darn like why they're
3: worth it. We're talking about those guys from Vanderbilt's, your work boot center. I know your wife.
4: That is true. (laughs) That's
3: it. You're rocking the voice of the outdoors. It's Jim and Trav, and they're back on the trail.
2: Hey, Trav, we're back on the trail. This time we're headed to Virginia, of all places. Jim, you know what I just broke down and started doing today? Crying? I do that every single day because I don't get to talk to Cam Edwards every single day, Jim. Who does? That's my plight, so don't worry about it. No, I started following cam edwards on twitter everybody's doing it man that's the cool thing to do but no we got cam edwards he's the host of cam and company on cirrus xm patriot that's weekdays at 9 p.m eastern standard time and he's cracking the whip bringing down the anti-firearms lying bs bullcrappers out there cam <laughs> edwards welcome to the trail
4: well thank you guys and hey listen uh, as long as we're plugging twitter uh folks can feel free to follow me, but I'll be honest with you, I update my Twitter feed about once every two months. <laughs> <laughs> so if folks really want the latest Second Amendment news and information uh, when we're not on the air, if they go to twitter.com slash NRA news, ah. uh, we've got almost 20,000 folks following us on uh, our Twitter feed. We update it all day long, even when we're not on the air. Right cool,
3: cool. I really like your website. It's so user friendly. I mean, if you want to find out what's
2: happening in Wyoming, click on it, well, and you're ready to fly. For inept people like us, Cam, it's great. Right.
4: I appreciate that. I'll pass on the, uh, the word to the guys who actually made that website possible because I'm the guy who looks at it and goes, wow, that looks cool. That's
2: pretty. <laughs> it's kind of shiny. Exactly. But, you know, Cam, I think that Jim and I have been talking. We have found ourselves as a nation amongst bipolar journalists and uh, politicians, meaning they let their emotions and their political rhetoric basically cloud their judgment. And Here's just an example. Jim and I found out, and I'm sure you are too, that we have been deemed an unlicensed firearm dealer. Now, am I an outlaw now because I possess a gun, which is my legal right to? And if I want to sell that, that's against the law.
4: Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Some of the uh, just in the past couple of months, you know, really after the tragedy in Tucson, we we saw them go after gun owners. In a way that I mean, we haven't for I, I think well over a decade. I mean, the media has, has never been uh, comfortable overall, I think, with the idea of uh, gun ownership. But they've sort of used what uh, the, the actions of a madman to really demonize and, and and you know tar and feather uh, lawful gun owners around the country. And, and that's one of those phrases that we've seen pop up uh, pop up the the unlicensed gun seller. Now, what that means is you are a gun owner. Uh, and they don't think that you should be able to uh, sell a firearm to your uh, friend or to one of your relatives, uh, without going through a federally licensed firearms dealer. Nah. You know, of course, that makes 90 million Americans unlicensed firearm dealers. <laughs> uh, and, and therefore the illegal.
2: Stuff. Build some more jails. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and we seem to be the only ones that they want to put behind bars. The violent criminals, the armed robbers, the rapists, you know. Yeah. Nah, they, they need our support. They need our love <laughs> and our concern. It's those gun owners that need to go to prison.
3: You know what's a real oxymoron? is the Castle Doctrine. I thought that we could protect what we had, and we didn't have to worry about it, but holy cow, we got to pass a law in Pennsylvania that says we can protect ourselves?
4: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, this this Castle Doctrine law in Pennsylvania, luckily I think it is going to pass with uh, really strong majorities in both houses of the legislature. It actually passed in the last session, and Governor Ed Rendell, who uh, is no hey, longer governor. there's
3: a support, smart guy. Uh, He's a great
4: guy. <laughs> yeah, vetoed this. <laughs> Uh, like two or three days before uh, he was out of office. So the new governor, Tom Corbett, who is the former attorney general there in Pennsylvania, uh, was a supporter of Castle Doctrine on the campaign trail. He's a supporter now. And I I think that Pennsylvania is going to get Castle Doctrine protection with uh, really little uh, controversy this session. We're also looking at Castle Doctrine in North Carolina, and that's making its way through the legislature. And, you know, I, I think that over the past couple of years you've had more than two dozen states that have actually passed castle doctrine laws because as you say, it, it, it seems so common sense a man's home is his castle. And I think a lot of folks think we already don't we already have? I thought we did. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I got to put my gun away.
2: <laughs> it's like super statistics. OK, and basically what that means is you're using prior so-called evidence to base their facts on um, events that are about to happen. You, you, you can't do that. You know what happened in Arizona is just a tragedy. Yeah. Now we yeah. have like the mayor of uh, Columbus blaming C&E guns on all of the, the criminal activity that is happening. I mean, I mean, this is just wickedly insane.
4: You know, I talked with Annette Elliott, who was the co operator of CNE last week, uh, and asked her what she thought about being called out by uh, Mayor Coleman there in Columbus during his State of the City address. and He called out CNE by name,
1: yeah, uh, and it was
4: the same. You know, again, it was the same tired rhetoric of we need to get rid of the uh, ability for people to sell their their farms from their own personal collection. Uh, and, and Annette, you know, she pointed out a couple of things. One, there's law enforcement uh, at every gun show. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, Mayor Bloomberg and his little minions uh, decide to go around the country, if they see something that they think is not uh, uh, not legal, why the heck aren't they going to the law enforcement at these gun shows and saying, hey, I've got a problem? Mm-hmm. and they, And he won't talk to local law enforcement. That's one of the biggest complaints that I've heard around the country is that, uh, Bloomberg is going in. He's not talking to the state attorney general. He's not talking to the state police. He's not talking to the local law enforcement who may be working at these gun shows. Absolutely no interest in actually working with the local law enforcement. It's uh, to me, it's all about getting the headlines for Bloomberg.
2: You know, I think I just corrected. He yeah. did inhale. That, that's his <laughs> whole problem. He just needs to admit it, Cam. But you know, here's the deal. It's like everybody always says this, and you know, and, and it's really true. You're not taking the guns away from the criminals. You're going to be taking them away from the law-abiding citizens that never have any malice intentions to use them with. You know, I mean, you take away our rights and our guns and stuff like that, you know how many murders there are going to be, how many rapes, how many breaking and entering. I mean, it is just going to be absolute you know,
4: mayhem. Skyrocket. Yeah, and, and- You know, again, I I hate to throw out facts and figures as opposed to emotional rhetoric. uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, don't confuse the issue with facts now, damn.
4: (laughs) You can look at a a state like Massachusetts, for instance. It has the most restrictive gun control laws in in the entire New England region. And it also has the most violent crime of any New England state. Vermont, where you can carry uh, without a, a permit or a license at all, uh, it has a uh, violent crime rate that is negligible compared to Massachusetts. The same with New Hampshire, the same with Maine, even Connecticut and Rhode Island are lower. And yet it's Massachusetts that keeps trying to, you know, uh, bring down the hammer on the lawful gun owners. And if there's if there's not a clear example of going after the, the wrong people, I don't know what it is, uh, when you, again, try to pass all of these laws designed to either prevent legal gun ownership or make it so difficult that most people will say, Ah, forget about it. Uh, while the criminals go unchecked.
3: Yeah. Well, the thing is, what can we do, Cam, as citizens? I mean, can we write? Can we call? What What do we do uh, to uh, give support to our state legislators and, and even the uh, the representatives in Senate?
4: Absolutely. Um, you know, in fact, we we talked about NRA News dot com. But I'll tell you another great uh, website and a great resource for gun owners is uh, the NRA's Institute for Legislative Actions website, NRAILA dot org and every day they are posting legislative updates from around the country with uh, legislators' phone numbers and email addresses and you know, I, Ted Nugent once told me that if your elected representatives don't know you by name, then you're doing it wrong.
5: You
2: know, I went home the other night, and my kids were acting a little funny, and they said, well, Uncle Ted just left. I don't <laughs> think it's the same guy. I think I'm, I might have a problem, Cam. <laughs> but anyways, no, like you're saying, man, we got to stick to our guns, support the NRA, got to listen to Cam and Company once again on Cirrus XM Patriot. That's weekdays every single night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But after the break, man, we're going to be reviewing the Hydra Wave from Kevin Van Dam. Mr. Cam, thanks a bunch for being on the trail.
6: Hey, thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports football and so much more is the focus of planet gridiron with damian anderson join the former arizona cardinals running back for a show that mixes well a little bit of everything damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and we'll talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and, of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel.
6: Each week, take a visit inside the locker room of your favorite sport with Dez Clark. Paul Fresh Clark and Lester Scudder-Davis as they bring you sportsmanlike conduct. As a current player, Des Clark can bring you inside the sports world like nobody can. His co-hosts represent the fans of the sports world. With both points of view on the table, it becomes an engaging and entertaining program, to say the least. Sportsmanlike conduct can be heard Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
7: internet flagship station for sports voice america sports hunter's life has many stages the further along you go the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it how many times does it happen as it's planned almost never never and it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful take those big deer exactly right
1: make versus country your country Don't miss the best hunters and
3: biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern, only on Versus. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. For outdoor highlights in your area,
1: blast on
7: over to twitter.com forward slash underscore otn now
3: here's your hosts travis and jim hey trap the bassmaster classic is coming gone and And bye-bye you know kevin van dam is again the big old champ dude what did he do
2: he won he showed up with his pimp hand He (laughs) backhand him. Bam! That's it. That's it. That's what he does. He gets out there in his moon boots. (laughs) (laughs) He did a moonwalk. I'm going to tread all over you players.
3: Yeah. Hey, but this year, he had a different kind of electronics on board. It's called the Hydrowave. You're going to hear about this. The Hydrowave is an easy-to-install and user-friendly unit that uses sound-emitting technology that imitates the audible underwater sounds of
2: bait fish, which stimulates the feeding impulses Of game fish. I'm stimulated by this (laughs) (laughs) No, here's the deal Kevin Van Dam doesn't catch fish They surrender to him That's right That's That's how he goes Raise your fins if you want to come No, this Hydrowave is really cool And obviously, you know Jim's saying things That everybody's heard before And there's a lot of products Like this on the market today However, this actually has Tactile sound transmission And this is really cool Now, we we gotta say We gotta preface this By saying This isn't on the market Till later this spring However, Jim and I, we pulled a couple strings, and we bought and we opened up the bathroom window and got in. For way over the MSRP. <laughs> we got um, a little screwed. But no, we bought this because we wanted to try it and talk about it before anyone else had the opportunity to do this. And this HydroWave, it really is Yeah, we picked this up at five-finger discounts. We grabbed it and ran. <laughs> That's it. No, anyways, because the tactile sound transmissions, what we were talking about, this is really cool. Because not only does it produce sound, it also produces vibrations. Because, Jim, you know, what stimulates fish the most? Boombox. Well, yes. M M on it. That ha M? He's like a white Jesus or something. <laughs> Jack is Well who knows what color Jesus is, man. I kinda hope he's albino. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Anyways, Jim! Fish are stimulated. I'm going to tell you about by pressure, vibration, and sound. And this hydro wave produces all of those. Did you really fish for bass professionally? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was. Yes, know. I did,
3: but I didn't have a hydro If so, I'd still be fishing.
2: So what you're saying is you weren't
3: that good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so. That's so mean. Hey, now the unit is easy to use, and all the sounds are already programmed into it. Bingo. And there are only five buttons from which to choose from, so it's not complicated to use. One for each finger. Yeah. Now Get this you got a power on button It's pretty simple a button to choose the patterns you want Two. to play selecting the duration three delay four how about muting the external speakers and adjusting volume all at the same time five there you go i counted five buttons that's five buttons really it
2: has four buttons you're holding it in your hand you can look well i know that but i'm just counting with you to make sure you don't screw oh. up well i do that a lot now um everybody listens to our product reviews Every single week <laughs> And they really don't care yeah. They're like Jim and Trav Think this is cool but they're going to Point their ears this way On this one Yeah because Kevin Van Dam And Jeff Crite Actually back this When they say it It's like gold When you've got a guy Like you were saying earlier That has made Five million dollars Uh huh You know he ain't using crap That's right I mean this ain't picked up At the corner store You know found in a dumpster He uses the best of the best And that's why He is who he is He's Kevin Van Dam He is Kevin Van Dam When Damme. you said that You said it all you got to put you it in quote the marks. marks. Kevin Van Dam. Kevin Van Dam. Then you got to log out of that, too. Bam. <laughs> Just like that. Anyways, no, it's pretty cool. It's called the Hydrowave. Look it up at Hydrowave.com. And this has been sponsored by Loophole Tactical Optics. Makers of the Mark IV Riscope light. Look them up at lupo.com And then there's Blackhawk. Find them at Blackhawk.com. And Cabela's King Cat Tournament Trail, America's oldest and longest national circuit. That's KingCatUSA.com and the Riviera Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Find them at RivieraHotel.com.
1: Iraq to L.A., you're blazing up your speakers with Trav and Jim, the Outdoor Kings, right here on the
3: trail. Hey, Trav, we're back on the air. This time we're headed to the north country. We love that
2: Minnesota stuff. That's right. We're actually in Fergus Falls, Jim. But real quick, before we get to James Coma Stakes, you got to remember to check us out online at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. But um, James Coma Stakes, that's kind of a different name right there. Uh Um, You're up there in Fergus Falls, uh, Minnesota. We're just going on the air for the first time this week in there. KBRF. we got to say salute. salute. But anyways, James, welcome to the trail, friend. Uh, Thank you. He's like, dude, (laughs) that was over the top (laughs) and horrible. But actually, you are the owner of Ultimate Auto Safety there. Let's say if someone breaks down anywhere in Minnesota, they need some help, you are the guy to call.
8: They can call it's not a safety, that's right. James will hook you up, man. you would be like, <laughs> player,
2: thanks for that. But the real reason we're talking to you right now, James, is you did something that most hunters have never even gotten the opportunity to see, let alone harvest, and you just harvested a tremendous, I mean, knock-down, dead gorgeous buck. What did this baby It was a score? spike horn. What, yeah. <laughs> what did it yeah, score? Yeah. Uh,
8: I took a... Uh... A typical whitetail with a with, uh, bow and arrow that scored 192
3: and 8. <laughs> Holy oh. cow. Now, now, you had to hunt, like, really on kind of a
2: high-fenced ranch I to be able to get to I right. would have a better chance of finding a unicorn.
8: Yeah, yeah. Well, I get teased, everyone that sees the picture. Well, I can see the rope burn around its neck. So. <laughs> yeah, I that's get,
3: the hardest thing for the taxidermist to take out was that rope burn. Now, obviously- Yeah, he, he struggled at that.
2: James, to find a buck like that, you had to be like 30 miles in the backwoods where they've never even seen human being vehicle nothing. Is that where you basically were hunting?
8: Well, uh, not quite like that, but uh, where I hunt is uh, southwest of town on the uh, Ottertail River. And it's actually a real small property, about 40 acres. 40 Eight, acres? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable that a buck of, of that size can come out of those woods. Uh, but it, it's amazing how oh, we hunted them for a few years, um, had some trail camera pictures and stuff like that. In the year before I shot him, I only seen him one time. Really? Many, many, many outings of bow hunting.
3: Now, that's not the only big buck. You've harvested several. You and your uncle, right? And now your uncle owns the property? Correct. Yeah, and and how many other bucks have you harvested and what are their scores?
8: Um, we've got a, uh, a 167. <laughs> <laughs> a one fifty eight, and then I took another one fifty this last fall.
2: What are you guys doing there? Seriously, they raised big stuff there. My gosh, are they like pairing them up with Superman, having these awesome, <laughs> wicked uh, love child. But th- this is—I cr- tell you what—if you could find a buck like that on forty acres, we need to hire you to go after Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> I really, give him a bow and just hey, have at it, buddy. Now, be, what kind of bow do you guys shoot?
8: Uh, I'm right now, well, the big buck I took with the, uh, Matthew switchback. Oh, oh that's yeah. a great bow. And then I just upgraded to the, uh, Z7 last year and took that, uh, one, that 150 with that one.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, how far of a, a shot was that? I mean, all the way on the other side of the 40 acres <laughs> and, and across the river, <laughs>
8: <laughs> he was, uh, the big buck come in with a, a smaller buck and, uh, um, he come in about, about a 11 yard shot.
9: 11
2: yards? <laughs> Dude, I tell you yeah. what, I would be so nervous. I'd be like, wet myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, He just God, did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Just listening to this story right now. I mean, this is absolutely tremendous. Now, do you guys practice a lot of management on this area? Um, what are you doing yeah, do you to draw blocks? them in?
8: Yeah, we, uh, well, there's a lot of, ag- it's all agricultural land around this. There's plenty of food. Um, it's all farmland surrounding the acreage. So there's, uh, plenty of corn. Um, they're out in the soybean, sugar beet fields and stuff like that. So There's a lot of just natural food in the area for them. And, uh, we, uh, you know, we limit uh, the bucks we take. Um, you know, it's gotta be a, a deer you're gonna be proud of. And hang on the wall. Otherwise, we just manage the herd by taking does if the right buck doesn't come
2: along. Well, see, this proves a point right here. Everybody thinks you have to have just a tremendous amount of uh, ground to hunt on, and that isn't necessarily the case. If you practice good management like you guys have been doing, let's say, let those bucks get up to four, four and a half, uh, five years old. Even um, six. Correct. Six years old. And here, you pointed out something that is very important to do, and that is doe management. People aren't doing correct. this. They're passing up the does, and that is something that you really need to call and not everybody looks at the bucks this is what we really need to be managing but you're actually going to manage those by harvesting those, aren't you
8: Correct, yeah, and, and big bucks don't like to be overpopulated. No. Those. you got to have the right buck-to-dough ratio to be able
2: to grow uh, those monster bucks.
3: Yeah, it's just like you going into a bar. You don't like to have 50 women hanging around you, Trav.
2: No, I don't. <laughs> well, We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Imagine that, though, dude. I mean, I have a tough time being married to one woman. <laughs> Imagine having, like, seven around. I'd be no, dead, was-
8: James. No, that wouldn't be a good deal. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Now, hey, James, if we want to find out more about this buck, I'm sure you'd just love to talk to anybody that's listening right now. Also, if you want to find out more information about Ultimate Auto Safety, do you have, like, a web address or a phone number we could contact you at?
8: Yeah, give me a call at 218 736
3: two seven zero seven that's right there in fergus falls and of course uh you'll be heard on kbrf
2: our newest affiliate in fergus falls minnesota that's right and coming up right after the break we got tim bristol he's the executive director of trout unlimited in alaska and he's going to be telling us about the effects of the proposed pebble gold mine there in alaska man james mistakes. thanks a bunch for being on the trail man and we'd love to have you back
8: Hey, not a problem. Give you calling time, guys. It's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Can we hunt with you? <laughs> like, never.
8: <laughs> well, there's only a select group of people I get to hunt on that land.
2: And we, hear, we hear that a We're lot. We're not selected <laughs> into that group. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, James. Hey, not a problem, guys. Thank
8: you. Have a great day.
7: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds
0: Super Bowl champ Lionel Dalton is taking to the internet airwaves with his own brand of sports talk. You'll go inside the mind of the players and find out if blacklisting really happens, what their thoughts are on training camps, where the former NFL players are now, and why being drafted by the wrong NFL team can kill a promising player's career. Lionel will also cover what's up with the Baltimore Ravens. Tune in to Sports Talk with Lionel Dalton live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Wildlife Properties is the source for recreational farm and investment properties in Kansas. Find that perfect hunting property from land owned by Wildlife Properties and developed for habitat by Nick Rhodes. As a real estate broker, Nick Rhodes can also assist those interested in a farmland investment in one of the most productive hunting areas in the country. Wildlife Properties concentrates on the north central Kansas area so it knows the local markets, conservation practices, and hunting conditions. Land purchasers can count on wildlife properties for property management and local assistance after the sale. For more information about north-central Kansas and wildlife properties, visit mywildlifeproperty.com.
2: Since 1911, Delta Waterfowl has been working on duck production and defending duck hunting. We are the authority on waterfowl research. Delta is a leader in conservation solutions. Together we can preserve our duck hunting traditions and provide a brighter future. Become a member today at deltawaterfowl.org. And Jimbo are the
1: outdoors and you. So let's all hog our radio and get back to the
3: show. Hey, Trey, we're back in the air. This time, we're going to Alaska.
2: You know, Juneau is one of my favorite places to go to. Jim, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to go to Bristol Bay, okay? Because everybody knows it's, a it's, it's further a, north. Yeah, it's a 40,000 um, square mile region, has nine rivers actually running into it and um, did you know that that region actually generates roughly $450 million, also employs or makes 12,000 jobs annually? My head exploded. Now, wh- I said all that to say this. I'd like to ruin that and put a mine right in the <laughs> center of it. And old Tim Bristol, he's on the line right now, and he's actually going to head this up. Tim, welcome to the trail.
5: Thanks. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it.
2: Now, that was actually just a lie. Um, but Tim, no, actually, you, you got to fill us in a little bit here right now because you're actually the executive director of Trout Unlimited in Alaska. And this whole pebble mine that they're proposing to put in effect there in um Bristol Bay is basically just going to devastate your economy.
5: Yeah, you know, there is that potential for that to happen. You know, it's, it's an incredibly large mine proposal yes open pit gold and copper mine in north america and a road system in a place that doesn't have a road right now and it's all sitting at the headwaters of the greatest salmon fishery and trout fishery on the planet so it's that margin of error it's so narrow in this place that you know we thought we had to take a very strong stand against the mine and and uh, we're not alone. Oh, no. Stand. Well,
3: now, that area where the Pebble uh, Mine is proposed, now, they haven't started anything on it yet, have they, except surveying, maybe?
5: Right. They've done some uh, test uh, well drilling, and actually, they went out there and dug a bunch of holes in the ground or drilled holes in the ground to figure out what they have. And yeah. it was their first foray into development, and they actually violated their permits and got hauled in the court doing that. So Really? Well, we'll that's
2: a pretty good out. indication of what we could see down the road. Yeah, then. they got started off on the right foot there, didn't they?
5: I'd say that's the wrong place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you know, also we got to fill people in here. This is actually a multinational mining um interest here. We don't have any interest. in We either, have then. no interest in this whatsoever.
5: Yeah, you have a junior company out of Canada, and you know what they've done at this point is essentially mine the stock market mm. so for people that are willing to take a chance on a big, high risk investment. And then you have Anglo American, which is one of the bigger mining companies in the world, and they have holdings and developments all over. All over, I think, just about every continent except Antarctica.
2: Well, I like how they, they named it Pebble Mine. You think Pebble. This is small. Yeah, I can, you think the Flintstones. I'm going to skip it across the pond. <laughs> no, they're proposing two miles wide, 1700 feet deep. That is, um, massive. That is one heck of a sand trap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the funny part is, is everybody knows that up in that in neck of the woods, you guys are prone to earthquakes. And, um, this could just be devastating. Plus, they're, they're, I mean, they're talking about possibly dumping in 10 billion tons of, uh, perpetually toxic waste. I mean, there has to be some sort of residual effect from all this. It's not like, Oh man, we're going to go up there and just sing kumbaya. We're going to find some gold. Everybody's going to be happy. And that's just from the outhouses at the mine. Yeah. Crap is going to go downhill.
5: Yeah, you know, there's a place for mining in this state, and some places I think you can do it right. But yes. it's the scale of this thing and, and also the ore body itself. It has a it has a real uh, potential for creating sulfuric acid, and then you have to treat that stuff forever. It doesn't have a half-life.
3: Yeah, now, do they still use uh, mercury to, to extract the gold as
5: well? Well, there's talk that they, way, they may use arsenic. Arsenic? Well, oh, that works. Hey, that's going to be good. Acid. Arsenic is in the host rock, so you would have arsenic coming out. You would use cyanide to leach the gold out of the host rock. But I think the biggest problem is the fact that it's a sulfide ore body, and that sulfuric acid, that dilute sulfuric acid, just can—if that ever got loose from behind a tailings dam—and you guys mentioned the earthquakes. You would just have a catastrophe.
2: Here's the deal. This just isn't your beef. Actually, 360 different um wildlife organizations and committees have stepped up to help you guys support this. And once again, we want to point out that Tim isn't saying just, man. This we, is my That We want to ask that question. Do, does everybody have to pay you rent? Being no, Tim I have
5: Absolutely no, no.
2: <laughs> but what you're saying is, let's not eradicate mining and stuff like this at all. You need to find a different place to do it and go about it the right way. You know, you, it's not like you're trying to stop it completely, just stop it from where they're wanting to happen.
5: Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, it actually kind of creates a black eye for mining across the state. And yes, it does. You hear whispers of that from the industry, you know, saying like, hey, you know, we don't really like trouble, but we can't come out and be nasty to our, our, our compatriots here in the industry. So, you know, we're trying to, frankly, exploit that that rift between, you know, responsible, smaller-scale mining and something like Pebble, which could, you know, be a real disaster.
3: Yeah, and, and the thing is, if you don't practice, you know, good mining practices, man, and with that earthquake potential, Man, that that's a recipe for disaster.
5: Yeah, and that's not not something you can predict.
2: Now, Tim, what exactly can we do to help you guys out? Do you guys need donations? Do we need to start contacting people? What on our part can we do to make sure that this does not happen?
5: Well, you can go visit our website, uh, www.savebristolbay.org and that kind of gives you one-stop shopping, and it's pretty easy to take action there. the The big push for us right now is to try to convince the Environmental Protection Agency to use their authority under the Clean Water Act to essentially say, look, we took a hard look at the area, the potential for uh, damage to wetlands and, and waters of the United States, what we're supposed to protect is just way too high. We're not going to ever issue you a dredge and fill permit under a section of the Clean Water Act.
3: Sounds good. Hey, we've been talking with Tim uh, Bristol. He owns Bristol Bay now. Yes, he does. We, we just signed the final papers on it the other day. <laughs> <All>
5: right.
3: Wow. <laughs> and so, uh, man, get involved in this uh, helping tim and the tu people trout unlimited people and all of the other 360 agencies around the world to uh make sure that the right thing is done here
2: that's right because in the end we're going to be helping out obviously the fish habitat the wildlife habitat and make sure this is going to last for generations to come tim bristol man thanks a bunch for being on trail and we appreciate everything you're doing
5: up there thanks a lot guys. really appreciate it
2: at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network. And let's talk football. Do you feel the need for speed?
1: Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA is you up. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Fit Pass USA with Larry Hibbert. your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. The
6: opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's a at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds He's left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out
7: of here. From high school to the pros, we, <laughs> we, cover we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
2: Join FLW Outdoors to fish against the best. Learn from the best. Get the latest information to use players' advantage for the added edge to win great prizes playing fantasy fishing. Does this mean I won? Join today for only $10 at FLWOutdoors.com or call 270 252
10: 1000. Oh my God, I won!
6: Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, you'll find everything largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wiley catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com.
5: All right, this is Stephen Ranella. Oh my God,
8: he's so cute. With
5: the travel channels The Wild Within, and you are listening
6: to the trail with Jim and Trav, the two baddest outdoorsmen in the out-of-doors. Hey, we're back
3: on the air, and this time we're headed to our favorite spot in the whole world,
2: Smith Center, Kansas. Smith Center, Kansas. We are talking with Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties, but you can't forget our web address. We've got to toss that out real quick. It's OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Mr. Nick, welcome to the trail. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I thought you were going to throw out my web address, not yours. Man, that's, kind of, <laughs> well, that's kind of messed up. I've See, been, that's where you do it. I've been told oh. I'm not allowed to say that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can say everyone else is just not yours. Right. <laughs> But you want to toss out your web address, man? Also, you know what? You get a ton of phone calls. Please toss out your digits as well. Sure.
9: You can call us anytime because we are 21st century and we have a voicemail machine.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> a our fax. Our
9: 785-282-6145. That's 785-282-6145. Or you can get us on the web. Our uh, email, or our web address is mywildlifeproperty.com. That's property. My Property.com. Google My Wildlife Property, you'll get us. Google Nick Rhodes, you'll get me and the Duran Duran
3: singer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, we one got of it.
9: us is good at habitat and one of us is good at singing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, we got a, uh, a letter this week from uh, Jim Swisher out of Eagle, Colorado. Ooh. And he writes, The answer to this is in a song in 1966, Beach Your Boys. Okay, Casey Kasem, <laughs> you screwed that up. <laughs> hey, dear Nick. Can I use my retirement account to purchase land? Interesting question. Wow! Wow!
9: And that was a short question too. Most of our questions yeah. are long. <laughs> yeah, it
2: has to be I, I have to take three breaths. First of all, I gotta say, Jim, the reading on that was tremendous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it short and clean. I like it. I'm getting a job uh, at the library now, Nick. I gotta say, honestly, yeah. this is um, this is a tough one. It's actually really
9: one to answer it's a really? great question now and it's very timely because purchasing land within a retirement account uh is typically done with a self-directed ira okay uh, and, and that's become real popular the last couple of years as people have been looking for other vehicles i think people investors have been looking for other vehicles besides stocks bonds mutual funds those things that have really taken a hit with the shaky economy uh, you know, and everything else goes back to what we've been talking about. People are looking to, to find new ways to diversify investments, and a lot of that is coming into real estate. Uh, real estate is absolutely something that you can buy with your retirement account. Like I said, it has to be a self-directed IRA account, and there's a few uh, what they call custodians, and, and the custodians are, are the people that you actually get your IRA account through out there that'll allow real estate. Um, you know, so ask your local broker uh, or, or, or whoever you've got your IRA or 401k with now if they have that product, if not, you know, do a quick Google search and you can find some out there. But yes, you can absolutely do this. It's like I said it's called a self directed IRA account. Couple of advantages here, you've got a potential for a high rate of return compared to other investment vehicles. Like okay. you, said, you know, the the stocks, the bonds, the mutual funds. Um you know, the other big thing and and it's like anything with an IRA is that you get to defer those taxes on the profits until a later date when you uh uh, when you're actually pulling that uh, investment or that asset out of there, so
2: now I thought when you make like a real estate purchase with an IRA, doesn't that have to be towards like uh, investment purposes and not necessarily for personal use?
9: That's right. You know, and it's one of those funny things with the IRS and, and, and the way that they you know tax everything is that you can't just go out there and buy something that you're going to use. I couldn't go out there and buy my house, yeah, that I live in with an IRA account. It has to be, like you said, Travis, investment purposes only. Uh, let me give you an example real quick. I've got a guy right now, one of our clients who bought property from us with his IRA. What he does is he, he rents out the farm ground. Yeah. And he also leases out the hunting rights.
4: Real, so oh, you he's can do maximizing that.
9: maximizing his return from that IRA, but also all the expenses that go into managing that property, whether he's paying us to go out there and, and do the patrols and, and keep up the food plots... Uh, or he's paying his share of the fertilizer and seed expense to the farmer. Those expenses come out of the IRA, but all the profits that gain have to go back into that IRA. Now, what his plan is, is that in about six or seven years when he's ready to full-time retire, he's going to withdraw that uh, land out of his IRA or distribute, I guess is the technical term for it. He's going to distribute that land out of his IRA and then become, you know, he's going to build a retirement home or do whatever he wants to. Then he'll, he'll realize, be able to realize, you know, the true enjoyment of that property because he's going to be using this for his personal use. But again, he's taking it out of his IRA at that time.
2: Wow. Cool. So yeah. basically, it, this is a, for me, I'm trying to wrap my head around this for a <laughs> yeah. second. So ba- we're going to see what it looks like too. We're get, let's say if Jim wants to go, because Jim. You're closer to retiring than any of us here. <laughs> I got one foot in the grave. If he wants to pull money out of his retirement and purchase a nice piece of ground, let's say, from you, Nick, that, that is great hunting. And if he wants to put some good habitat, plant some food plots, um, maybe put in a pond, this is all stuff that he can do. Then that's going to help you out. Let's say if you want to lease that out for whitetail. Then if you want to lease it out during um pheasant season. Um, right. For turkey hunting, you can do all these different things to generate income to go back into your IRA. That, that everything would be perfectly fine and legal.
9: Exactly, exactly. That's you know, cool. There's, there's, and one thing I want to throw in there, too, so I don't get myself thrown in jail by the IRS or something, <laughs> make sure and, and consult your tax accountant uh, yeah. or, or, or your attorney before you do anything like this. Don't just listen to, to something a couple of yahoos like us say on the radio about <laughs> <is>, uh, <laughs> But like you have always. It is, it is something that can be fairly complicated. But also, it is
3: not as complicated as I think most people think it is. You bet. Hey, Jim Swisher of Eagle, Colorado, we appreciate the question. If you have any questions that you'd like to uh,
2: ask old Nick. I'm just going to ask everybody right now, please send in a question you feel as though Nick cannot answer. <laughs> <laughs> so far, we haven't found one. No, I would, right, right. I just think I'd like to make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and, and you can tell that uh, that Nick is a custodian. He's got a lot of keys. He does, and he loves brooms. <laughs> yeah. He does love brooms. Yeah. Now, yeah. Nick, yeah. once again, if anybody wants to email one of these fantastic questions to you, and I like how this guy kept it short, um, yeah. where can they email you? And once again, toss out your web address and your phone number, friend.
9: Absolutely, man. Email me at nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. That's nick at mywildlifeproperty.com. You can find us on the web at mywildlifeproperty.com, and you can call us at 785-282-6145. Looking forward to your questions. Looking forward to uh, you know talking to people and getting getting ideas and input on what current events are going on around the country. You know, the same as to real estate habitat, you know, don't hesitate to get a hold of
2: it. I'm looking forward to Jim screwing up the question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. All right. Hey, we'll see you on the trail, big guy. All right. We'll see you guys. <laughs>
6: on the Voice America Sports Network.
1: Voice America Sports Network.
7: The fans now have a voice to speak their
1: mind. No holds barred. They need a ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think and that the coach made a mistake. Crazy.
7: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. or forever
3: hold your mouth.
1: We ain't playing around here.
3: Voice America Sports. FDI Creative Services is a leading website design and search engine placement company and better than that, they love the outdoors. Hi, Jim Ferguson here. When I looked for a company to design our new website, I wanted a company that would know my market and then design it to be user-friendly and place me in the marketplace for maximum exposure. FDI Creative Services designed the legendary King Ranch site, Elkhorn Outfitters, and Milligan brand outfitting, among others. Companies large and small can benefit from their years of experience in the industry. For more information, call Bill Vey at FDI Creative Services at 281-710-7396 or look them up on the web at at FBICreative.com and get your website moving again.
10: Hey, this is Winnie Jones from Lock, Stop, and Two Smoking Barrels. And Snatch, you're listening to The Trail with Jim and Trav. Always
1: expect the unexpected with these buggers.
3: Hey, Trev, we're back on The Trail. This time we're headed
2: far north. We're going to Toronto. You know, Jim, one of my favorite fishing shows in the whole world, of course, is hooking up with... Mer- Mer- I can't oh. even talk. Because I'm twitter paid, right I, now. I, I, I love her. have been, been
10: drinking too much beer. I have been drinking too much beer.
2: No, with Mariko Azumi, and that was her right there. But she's fixing to tell us how we can hook up our town with Uh-oh. a $25,000 donation by WFN. Miss Mariko. Actually, Mrs. Mariko now. Welcome to the trail.
10: Thank you. Thanks for having me
2: again. Yeah, she actually married Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, obviously you got a great show. Marico. tomorrow. We love it, and now you're promoting this ultimate fishing town, USA. And I tell you what, WFN—they are really stepping hey, out. Hey, they're of the on the, box the ball here. This oh, is neat. Up huge. Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: tell us about the uh, contest. I mean, it happened last year for the first time in Canada, and some little fishing town in British Columbia. Want to tell us about that first?
10: Yeah, so it was such a successful contest that WFN figured we might as well do it in the U.S. too, because obviously there's a whole bunch of other fishing towns in the U.S. Um, But last year it was a small town called Port Alberni in British Columbia, and there were only 18,000 people who lived there, and yet they had millions of votes. And just rocked
2: it Yeah, and here's the deal This is cool You're getting $25,000 donation And what you can do with this money Is fish habitat, stocking Whatever you want to do To improve the fishing in your area I mean, and this is so cool Or you can do anything, probably Well, you're not going to go Build a playground I don't think they want you to do that Well,
3: isn't that what fishing is? A playground?
10: Not for the kids for the fish, Jim But this is so cool Yeah, no, as long as it's fishing related That's right Um, WFM will work with the winning community To figure that out
2: Now, where do we have to go Online to nominate um, our town. Our town, yeah. So
10: you, yeah, you got to go to wfnfishingtown.com dot com. Mm-hmm. any is any, that, yeah. and they have everything there. um Because we've done this once before. Now the site is super comprehensive, and so it actually starts in like an hour, I think. Really, nomination period, mm-hmm. and that goes to April eighth.
3: Now, after the uh, nomination period, then we go into a voting period. How long does that last?
10: Yeah, so we've got two rounds of voting. Um, The first round of voting is April 12th to May 3rd. And in the U.S., there's going to be seven regions. So the top two um, winners of each region will move on, and as well as six wild cards that WFN is going to choose. So that means that once you've got down to the final round of voting, there's 20 major towns. And um, the final round of voting is really cool because it's completely public-based. So, it's all to do with the vote.
2: Man, this is cool because I tell you, USA right now, we need the money. I don't even think collectively we could scrape up $25,000 right now. Canada is really pitching in, and they're going to help us. Old WFN. WFN is a
3: great, great network, and if you love fishing, it is all fishing. That's why it's the World yeah. Fishing Network, Joe. Oh, That's right.
10: The World <laughs> Fishing Network. No, it really does have everything for you in terms of fishing. Um, and so now we're really just in a concrete way, we're bringing it to you guys, the fishing
2: man. Does it cost like a buck to nominate your town, $2? Yeah, well,
10: see, you got it wrong. Exactly. We're trying to make some money here. No, it's totally
2: free. <laughs> Although, send the money totally to Mariko. It takes $1, and they need 25,000 towns to enter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this is so cool. I tell you what, because there's, you know, obviously, Mariko, you go fishing all over the world. Um, um, Jim and I do a little bit here, and you go to a lot of places, and they just need a lot of help, and small communities just don't... Generate the cash to do this, and here is their opportunity. I, I mean, you're gonna be a fool if you don't participate in this.
10: Yeah, it's true. You just said it perfectly. It's so easy to participate, it's fun, and it really could actually benefit your town um, when it comes to fishing if you win.
2: Put aside the $25,000 just to have like Mariko Azumi say your name. I mean, yeah, right there, that's, that's, that's going to generate more income than anything. Anyway.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> but no, this is so cool. Once again, you got to hand out um, a WFN's just regular web address, plus the ultimate fishing town at USA, please.
10: WorldFishingNetwork.com. Um, but you want to hit up today and for the next few months, WFNFishingTown.com. Is
3: that you holding up that big coho salmon?
10: Uh, I don't know. No. no. No, You know what? That's probably a contest. Oh, it looks like a kid
3: eating a fish right there.
10: I'm in the less fun pictures where um, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, I'm holding a rod. No, but that's not me with the fish. It's pretty sweet, though. There's a guy
2: yeah. holding the rod. If, if that's you, you got a sweet mustache.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot you're looking. No, that's Mike Schmidt. He's also going to be uh, working on the <laughs> <laughs> ultimate
2: fishing. Love the blouse. Yeah. <laughs> you sport a good mustache, there, Mariko. You ought to be proud of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, she look in that picture he kind of looks a little like shaw Grigsby. you do i don't know if that's a compliment you look like a 70s we should have the best okay
10: take it back it's probably not me up there best
2: best stash contest well now here's the deal if you want to have the best fishing spot in all of america And be recognized for it. And be recognized for it. And possibly have Mariko Azumi show up in your town. You got to enter this contest. Hand out that web address one last time.
10: WFNFishingTown.com
2: Boom, it's in the bag. Cash that check. Do it. Man, you got to do it. (laughs) Miss Mariko, thanks a bunch for being on the trail. Thanks
1: Kylie. having What's happening on the trail with Travis and Jim? Happens 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 now. Now.
2: Hey, how about that website? Coming soon to the internet near you. Jim's 2011 March blog. That's it. It is going to be good. Well, it's going to be better than all the other ones, because there hasn't been a blog yet. <laughs> Anyways, got to check it out at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. But when you're on there as well, you got to just peruse Jim's Facebook page, man. Become a friend. Hook up with him. You're going to have a how great time. How do they do time. that? How do they do what? How do, you, how, how do they find me on Facebook? Click the stupid little logo that's on our website. <laughs> oh, I see. Goes to your... I mean, did you not know that? No. You are misinformed, my I friend. I thought that was friends. Anyways, okay. Okay. Then let's just get off that because Jim is confusing me now. Um, you gotta uh, tweet with us, do all that BS. I'm just, I. <laughs> you, you took all the wind out of my sail. We got a Tuesday podcast, we got a Thursday podcast, plus, Jim, we got our regular podcast, plus we got our product review and the newsletter. Anyways, okay, let's talk about Gander Mountain. You're not going to believe this. What's that? The Gander Mountain
3: Academy is now open. The really? New, yeah, the new facility geared toward those looking to affordably improve their shooting skills and safety. Uh, they'll take it from Navasco owners to advance firearm practitioners now they use highly trained instructors and live range and simulation technology really? to train the participants nice hey, to find out more about the gander mountain academy you gotta listen to this go to this academy.gandermountain.com i never thought we were
2: gonna get through that <laughs> i didn't either that was so bad <laughs>
3: it was it was horrible
2: your performance was amazing <laughs> yeah. but the copy was just <laughs> terrible who okay. writes this stuff 2012 new president. Who's it gonna be? Kevin Van Dam. Kevin Van Dam. He's got his big bass classic. Is actually set for March 26th through the 27th on Table Rock Lake. I have never fished it. Jim has. Lots it's of an Excellent body of water. But anyone could actually register and compete for this, and the grand prize. You oh, dude, this is awesome a Nitro Z9 boat. Oh, yeah. That is one of the slickest rigs on the market right now. I'm telling you, if you want to get serious about fishing, the sport in general, this is the package you want, and you can win it for free. Now, the cool thing about this is anyone can register. Now, also, right now at KevinVandam.com, you can enter to win one of three grand prizes here. They got little packages, and the first includes free entry and accommodation for the KVD Big Bass Classic there on Lake. Plus, man, they're going to have Kevin Van Damme Oakley sunglasses. They're going to have their little hats. They're going to have t-shirts. I mean, there's going to be a whole bunch of They'll stuff. they probably have KVD BBDs. I would like to wear his underwear. <laughs> Not no, I'm, I'm like, his underwear. Don't wash them. Give them to me, and then I'm going fishing. <laughs> you're going to win some crap. Anyways. can't <laughs> even go there. You're going to get some crap. I hope they have them. A- How do we find out about this classic? KevinVandam.com. Check it out. Hey, now's the time that hunter education courses begin popping, popping up all over up. the country, and yep. there's no better time than spring to get enrolled. Right now. And get
3: your hunter education certificate. Now go to your state's wildlife and parks website website to find out dates and locations of available classes. Mm. Then get yourself or your child signed
2: up so you can enjoy hunting all year legally. Smooth. It was smooth. (laughs) Now Gander Mountain, Kevin Van Dam, and um, different state agencies from all over the country sent this in, Jim, because they wanted to get announced on the world's best outdoor radio program. Outdoor Trails Network. That's right. 356 stations strong. Ah, man, I like that. Anyways, Jim, (laughs) if anybody... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really chimed in there. If anybody else has anything like this, they want to get announced, where do they send it to? Hey, send it to radio at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. Hey, this has been brought to you by the programs of the NRA. Check them out at nrablog.com and not alone. That's notalone.com and Yellowstone Fly Rods. Look them up at yellowstoneflyrods.com and Steiner Binoculars. That's steiner-binoculars.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter. That's cabelas.com.
1: Voice America Sports Network.
0: Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: Pacific time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
7: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No
1: holds part. Oh, I just, and I get just ready. think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy.
7: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up or forever hold your mouth.
1: We ain't playing around here.
3: Voice America Sports. We want you to know you've been good company today. And we're glad you rode with us. We hope we took you where you wanted to go. And we didn't keep you longer than you wanted to stay. And we trust it hasn't cost you more than you wanted to spend. This has been the great American Outdoor Trails Radio Magazine on the Outdoor Trails
2: Network. I'm Jim. Hey, and I'm Trav. And we'll see you on the trail.